A Sonic employee is arrested after cocaine is found in a customer's hot dog. A true crime fanatic murdered someone out of curiosity. And Sweden declares sex as an official sport. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. That's right, baby. I'm closeted and proud. Oh, that's weird. A Sonic fast food employee was arrested after a customer found cocaine in her hot dog. Cocaine in the hot dog. Wow, I'm craving Sonic for some reason. I can't. I just really want to go to Sonic right now. I heard they got a good Coke dog. They're bringing back the Coke dog, guys. It was a hit last summer. They're bringing it back. A New Mexico Sonic employee was arrested after allegedly losing his bag of cocaine while preparing a hot dog. Well, you're making a lot of assumptions here that he lost it. Maybe this is a way he sells his cocaine. You order the uh, supersonic dog and you wink and you get yourself a supersonic, supersonic dog. Yeah, because, well, if the cocaine's good, you'll be feeling supersonic. That's for sure. Authorities say 54-year-old Jeffrey David Salazar. It's 54 years old working at Sonic. Poor guy. Life isn't so great for Jeffrey. And he probably does a lot of chemicals. And in order to improve his station in life, he's selling chemicals through a New Mexico Sonic. You just got to order the supersonic dog. Wink, wink. You got it. Um, let's find out about the woman who didn't anticipate getting cocaine in her hot dog. And, of course, now she's going to spoil the whole operation. If she could have just shut up, we'd all be able to get coke at a Sonic. Uh, the woman is Celine Gonzalez. She told the police she was very surprised when she discovered the baggie of cocaine after taking a bite of her hot dog. Officers say Celine Gonzalez spit out the baggie, but didn't say whether or not she ingested any of the drugs. Well, yeah, you can't tell the authorities that you've ingested drugs. Then now now you're uh, what's called culpable, I believe, right? Culpable, that means you've done something wrong. And now you're eligible for some sort of penalty. So never admit you ingested any of the drugs. Make make them test you. <laughs> they hate that. They hate when you when they have to test you. That takes time and paperwork and and chemistry, and that's just, and it might be hours have gone by. Meanwhile, the drugs can't be traced in your bloodstream anymore because so many hours have gone by. So always tell them, no, you test me. Don't admit to any taking of the drugs, especially when they're in a hot dog. Okay, okay, we got a quote from Celine Gonzalez, the, the woman who spit out the baggie but did not ingest any of the drugs. She says, I think it's pretty scary. We come here to get food for our families, and if a child found that, then... That could have been pretty bad or even deadly. Uh, in a court filing, the officers claimed that surveillance video from the restaurant showed Salazar, quote, frantically searching for something that he lost after making Gonzalez's order. A Salazar admitted to the investigators that the baggie of drugs that was inside that hot dog belonged to him. And he said that he bought them from someone in the Sonic parking lot, which is a place that... You know, it's good to know that we can get drugs in a Sonic parking lot. I sort of thought you could. I never tried, but that might be the go-to spot from here on out, you know. Now, it doesn't indicate whether or not Salazar is going to lose his job at Sonic. It's it it's his job, but also doubles as the place where he gets his drugs. So it would be terrible if this environment was removed from his life. Uh, good thing is there's other Sonics that you can probably go to get your drugs at and... You know, I wouldn't even um, put it past a Wendy's parking lot as a great place to score. Uh, I recommend behind a Subway restaurant. That's a great place to get <laughs> your party drugs. <laughs> and by the way, I'm all for my fast food employees being on drugs. Yeah. 
I want him to make my order quick. I want him to get right to that window quickly. I don't want him sleeping back there. A woman murders somebody out of curiosity to see what it would be like. Oh, well, we all have a bucket list, guys. Some people's bucket lists are a little strange. Yeah, this summer I'm thinking about uh, checking off murder and embezzlement. And uh, I'd love to just drive off from the police one time. That seems like it would be fun to get involved in a police chase. Helicopters. <laughs> yeah, that's my bucket list. This lady, let's find out. She's a 23-year-old true crime fanatic. She's not alone. So many people are into true crime. Uh, in fact, if you look at the top 10 most popular podcasts, probably half of them are true crime. For some reason, people just can't get enough of the true crime. That just tells you how low we've come as a species. So this 23-year-old true crime fanatic was arrested in the South Korean city of Busan. Busan, is that the same place where they have the train? Have you seen that film, Train to Busan? Very good film. Zombie. I recommend it. The 23-year-old was arrested in connection with the killing and dismembering of a woman. So dismembered her as well. You were curious as to what that was like? Sounds like killing wasn't enough for you. Dismembering thereafter? This is a sick, twisted individual. Um, I hope you're curious about what prison's like because you're going to be there for the rest of your life, deservedly, idiot. Police say they believe the killing was done out of curiosity, driven by the suspect's desire to experience what murder was like firsthand. These people are unbelievable. I'm not religious, but I think we should all learn the Ten Commandments. Guys, how about it? Thou shalt not kill. Have we heard of that? I know it's a wild idea. To, to imagine that you should not kill under any circumstances, most circumstances, but yeah, it's a thing. I think we need to get the PR campaign back on for the uh, thou shall not kill commandment. The media said that Jung Yu Jung confessed to the killing and was indicted for murder on Friday. Initially, Jung Yu Jung claimed to have killed the victim during an argument, but then later retracted her statement when presented with contradictory evidence by the investigators. A spokesperson for the police department said they suspect the murder was premeditated and was driven by Jung's desire to kill someone for real after she, quote, became obsessed with murder from TV programs and books. I would say that's not the main drive, but it contributed. I think the main drive is that she's insane. <laughs> I think that's the main drive. An investigation into Jung's phone revealed three months worth of search history on how to hide a corpse. Oh, great. Um, did she also look up how to dismember a corpse? Because she jumped right into that as well. Seems like you would need to watch a video to, to learn how to do that. The investigation revealed that Jung had watched true crime television shows and borrowed crime books from a library. Look, hey, if you're going to go kill someone and hide the corpse or dismember the corpse, like, don't take out those crime books from a library. What's wrong with you? Oh, people are dumb on so many levels. I'm actually grateful that so many criminals are also dumb because then we catch them, you know, that's, and that's helpful. The, you know, you, you catch them often, you know, wearing the same clothes they wore. They're on surveillance video always comes out. You know, people just seem to forget that there's video everywhere when they're doing their crimes. Thankfully, thankfully, because then we can catch these morons, these evil individuals. Police said Jung searched for a victim online as well, eventually finding one through an app that connects parents with private tutors. Oh, that's lovely. Murdered a, a lovely, a nice tutor that was on there to try and make a little money and help out the kids. Great, great. I hope this woman goes away forever and ever. Two days before the killing, Jung contacted the victim, posed as a mother of a ninth grader to arrange a visit to the victim's home. This is very morbid, I'm sorry, and unlike most weird AF stories, 
Uh, let me know if you want me to stop getting into these details. I'll do I'll do a U-turn if it looks like it's going to get too uh, rancid. Police uh, said that on the day of the crime, Jung went to the home disguised as a student. Oh, she pretended to be the student wearing a school uniform she purchased online. Once inside the property, police alleged that she fatally stabbed the victim. Police say that Jung dismembered the body, placing some of the corpse in a suitcase she dumped in a wooded area by a river, leaving other parts of the corpse in her own home. In her own home! Again, dumb criminal activity. Well, you know, I'll just, I'll just wait. I'll just remove this when I have time. The, the other body parts. Wow. You know this is going to be a true... This will be a true crime movie itself right here, which is very ironic. It, it might even be a podcast series. Now it says here, Ajung also kept the victim's cell phone, ID card, and wallet in a bid to, quote, commit a perfect crime. I don't know how holding on to all of that is committing the perfect crime. Uh, it says here, however, the taxi driver who took her to the wooded area alerted the police. So you took a suitcase with body parts to the woods and and hired a taxi driver to bring you there? <laughs> you all right, lady? Police found the bloodstained clothes in the bags. Jung was a loner and a recluse who has been unemployed since graduating from high school five years ago. It's a tough life, but it doesn't give you a free pass to murder anybody you want. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, this story raises the issue. It's been uh, ongoing for a while. It was, uh, violence in the media, does it also uh, create violence? Does it trigger people like this who are already on the precipice of committing some violence because they are insane? Uh, I would love to know your opinion on that. Call the show, 646-450-2012. Yay! Sweden declares sex as an official sport. Great, great. Another sport I'm not good at. (laughs) Sweden officially recognizes sex as a sport. In addition, they've finalized some preparations for what's going to be the inaugural sex tournament, which is going to commence this Thursday, June 8th. Let's find out how you join the sex tournament. Participants in the sex tournament will engage in daily sexual encounters that can span up to six hours. Six hours. Wow, you really have to be a pro for this. Six hours of sex. How? How? I can't do anything except for play video games for six hours. It's a long time here. Uh, According to Swedish local media, there's going to be a panel of judges who will determine the winners of the sex competition. Are you looking for volunteers? I'll be a judge for this tournament. Fly me over there. I I know good sex when I see it, that's for sure. I mean, I'm not saying I can do it. I'm saying I I know it when I see it, though. (laughs) Six hours of (laughs) watching... One party for six hours, or we just is it going to be a large pile of people having sex for six hours with various individuals taking a 10-minute smoking break? Okay, it says here, while the audience will also contribute their opinions and analysis to, se- to the selection process, so there'll be a live audience. You can get tickets to the sex tournament, guys, if you're in Sweden. Wow, this is fascinating. It's called the European Sex Championship. Is this real? Is this a real story? I'm wondering. Well, I, I just looked it up. There was, I found multiple articles saying that this is a thing. So it, it, it seems to be real. It's not Russian misinformation after all. <laughs> the European Sex Championship, scheduled for June 8th, will extend over a period of six weeks, during which participants will partake in sexual activity on a daily basis for durations ranging from 45 minutes to one hour, depending on the length of their bouts. No, this can't be real, man. Six weeks? No tournament is six weeks long. The Olympics, maybe, but no, 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 no. I'm going to look again. Hold on. 
All right, I found a website that says this is not, this is fake news, uh, but only one. There's more places where it says this is real news, though. I don't know how to judge this. I'm just going to keep reading because I know, why let facts get in the way of an entertaining story? <laughs> Let's find out if it's going to be televised. Can we watch this on ESPN 8? The report states the competition consists of three levels and contestants must, must achieve a specific minimum number of points at each level in order to advance. Contestants in the sex tournament have the opportunity to earn between five and ten points in each discipline, with the scoring determined through a combination of public votes and evaluation by a panel of five judges. According to the report, the audience will also observe the sex competitions and take notes of various aspects of the sexual activity. (laughs) Take notes? Yeah, I'll be there in the front row with a notebook. Uh, Factors such as the chemistry between the couple. Wow, they're going for that. So so they want to see a little romance, not just straight up sex, guys. They want to see the chemistry between the couple if they're having an engaging conversation. Do they have uh, like-minded hobbies? Let's find out. They also say factors will be their understanding of sex, their endurance level, and other important sexual attributes will be considered in determining the ultimate winner. By attributes, do you mean uh, length and girth? What... It doesn't say. <laughs> we have somebody in the story named Dragan Bratic. Very cool Swedish name, Dragan. The head of the Swedish Federation of Sex. What a great job that's going to be. Dragan expressed his hope that sex would eventually be recognized as a sport worldwide. He highlights the value of education and the potential benefits of engaging in sexual activity for one's physical and mental well-being. Here's a quote from Dragan. Just like any sport, achieving desired results in sex requires training. This competition in this realm will inevitably develop. We want to emphasize unique aspects of the sport. The objective is to bring extreme happiness to one's partner. Also, the competitor's ability to satisfy their partner is the key determinant of success in the game. In contrast to traditional sports where losing often leads to disappointment. (laughs) How about that for a perfect Swedish accent, guys? (laughs) You get everything over here. That was the worst, Jonesy! I'm not sure this is a real story. As I've said, I looked up various sources and I'm getting I'm getting angles from both sides. No pun intended there. <laughs> I have to say I'm all for a, a European sex championship, though. I like weird tournaments. I like strange sports. I would like to participate as uh, at some point in this. If there's if there's a uh, contest for getting most laughs during sexual intercourse, That's the one I can win. Hi, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thanks for spending some time with me and my little production here. I hope you had a nice weekend. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode. I think it was a doozy. Thanks to everybody who reached out to me over the weekend. I got a nice email from Amanda Young. She wrote, uh, hello, I live in Tennessee. I listened to your show for about three years and I love it. Your show is amazing. It makes my makes each day better. Just want to say I appreciate your work. Keep it going. I'm trying to join the Patreon, but I'm having issues. Could you please tell me how to join? Okay, all right. It's pretty easy to join the Patreon, guys. Just go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weirdafnews. Go to weirdafnews.com, and on the lower right, you can click on the Patreon banner. It's a little photo, and that can that'll take you there, too. In the description of this podcast, there's a link to the Patreon, so you can join it by clicking on the link. You can also download the Patreon app on your phone, and then just do a search for Weird AF News. I'm the only one out there. 
So that's um, that's that information is not just for you, Amanda Young. It's for everybody out there. Thank you for asking me that, and I hope that you'll continually be a fan of the show. She says um, uh, I inspired her. She said you inspired me. I just started my own podcast over the weekend, Jonesy. I'm visually impaired with four children, so my show is about my journey and the challenges of living with low vision and how to get how to get through them. I want to help people. Wow, that's, isn't this awesome? Amanda Young is an amazing individual here. Fan of the show. Also starting her own show to help people. I just love that. I wish you the best luck, Amanda Young, with your new show. Send me a link. I'd love to hear the first episode. Um, you have my email, obviously. Okay, I had another... Did I have another email here? I wanted to... No, no. Let's get into the... Oh, people join the Patreon. Let's give them some love here. We have here, uh, excellent, join the Patreon. Excellent. I believe excellent was a, a member of the Patreon in the past. It just re-upped, I think, is what's going on. Anyways, regardless, we got to give excellent a big shout out. Uh, excellent. Uh, I've actually met excellent. Is one of the few listeners that I've actually met in real life. He and his amazing wife were out in Los Angeles on business, and we got together for some appetizers and drinks. That was a while. When was that, man? I can't remember. It was probably like three years ago, was it? Four years ago? Anyways, amazing people. Big shout-out to Excellent and fam. Also, another new Patreon, Amanda Smith joined the Patreon. So we want to give Amanda Smith some love. Just became a Patreon. And uh, Amanda, please enjoy the extra weird AF content that's inside the Patreon. I actually put in a couple of videos there this morning. Stuff that I came across over the weekend. So when you join the Patreon, you get extra content. Is the that's that's the thing with that. Um, also, we have uh, Betty Davis joined the Patreon as well. Betty Davis, Betty Davis, do 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 do. She probably gets that all the time. Anyways, big shout out to Betty Davis for joining the Patreon, stepping up her gratuitous activity, supporting the show, as as the uh, as my patrons do and i'm so grateful for all of them because you know this is how we keep keep the website paid for keep jonesy caffeinated for each episode which is lovely and all of that so thanks for joining the patreon guys i so appreciate that you can do all those things by going to weirdafnews.com if you want to email me it's funnyjones at gmail.com and the phone number is 646-450-2012 leave a message if you'd like um, try to not try not to swear too much on there. If any of the stories though triggered you, yeah, yeah, feel free to just uh, give me a jingle. Give me a jingle. Yeah, give me a jingle and leave a message. Love to hear from my listeners, by the way. All right, guys, take care. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, you be good. Okay, you be good. You be good. Yeah, you be good. I'm talking to you.